0: Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John.
1: And we're on a mission.
0: To help you focus on Christ. Well, um, <laughs> we cut out our little blooper there because uh, it's just too too funny because Jack obviously isn't here.
1: Jack's not know? here today.
0: So, um, but we're here and we want to wish you guys a happy new year. Um, this is Mike Bridgewater. You've heard us talk about him before, but this is the first time we've had Mike actually in front of the camera instead of behind it. And Mike, I'm so glad that that you're here.
1: Well, thanks for having me, John. It's, uh, you know, this is episode 92. Wow. We've been doing this now for almost, uh, it'll be two years coming up, I think in February or March or something like that. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun, you know, obviously, um, we started doing this just to spend some time with Jack and yeah but to get to know you more over the last 2 years has been uh, been fun exciting and i'm just glad to be here today had a couple of days off here leading up to the new year and uh look forward to chatting for a few yeah, minutes absolutely
0: hey first off i need to mention that nothing is wrong with jack okay he just had a last minute conflict and um i said to mike hey you know why don't we just do the podcast and uh we can have our own little conversation and maybe even talk about Jacks. So watch out, Jack, if you're listening. Um, (laughs) No, everything is fine with Jack. Okay.
1: So um, today's New Year's Eve, um, Saturday the 31st, and we're getting right ahead into a new year. And that gets a lot of people think about the goal setting. Right. And having some goals. And uh, in the past, I haven't been a real big... Real big goal setter. My wife would tell you, I well, he usually doesn't have any goals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's, I've, as I've gotten older, I just, I just turned 55 uh, this week. As I've gotten older, it's uh, goals are something that uh, you need to have. And some goals you never really achieve. You know, there's, there's like the goal of be the better me or um, be a disciple of Jesus even is, mm-hmm. that's one of those goals that you can set, but you're, you never reach the finish line. You know, there is no finish line. So I thought we'd talk about goals. How many goals you got set for 23, John?
0: Well, you know, I do have some goals set, and um, <clears throat> but I, I don't really think of them that way, I guess. Um, you know, I want to be faithful in my work and with my family, and I I want to uh, go visit my brother in uh, Florida, in February, um, he and his wife have turned into snowbirds, mm-hmm. and um, he's been after us to go down there for a couple of years. And um, he asked me twice this fall if we were going to come down this winter, and so. I decided, yeah. So that's that's a goal, but see, that's the kind of goals that that I said. It's not you're not going to believe this guy's goals. He sent me a list this morning, and it's like I start feeling weak just reading the list. And uh, I got to tell you a story though. When you said this thing about goals, I you know obviously I wanted to be a doctor growing yep. up, okay. But I don't know if that was as much a goal as it was a dream because there's so many variables. You know, but I kept pursuing that, pursuing that. But I remember one day I'm riding in the backseat of the car with my mom and dad. And I was a sophomore in college. Okay, and I'm getting ready to start this chemistry class. And I was taking it over the summer. Okay, and my dad says, well, are you planning on getting an A? And uh, I said, well, I mean, I'm going to try. He's like, you need to make that a goal. You just need to have the plan for that. And um, you know, it is what I wanted, obviously, yeah. and, and, I, and I did get get an A in the class. But I was kind of intimidated by thinking about it that way. And, yeah. I, and I still get like that with goals. I don't know how, how you are with that.
1: Well, goals and plans. Um, in my old life, when I was working at Rolls, um, I met this guy from uh, Northrop Grumman who had been around the block uh, for a while. And we were, we were kind of working on a project together and he was very seasoned. You know, he, he was probably 20 years older than me. And I was just got into doing program stuff. And he said, Mike, he said, when you're dealing with the government, you got to have a plan. It doesn't matter if the plan's any good or not, but you just need to have a plan. You can always change your plan. And, uh, those were wise words. Always have a plan and don't and and don't be afraid to change your plan. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. Some people some people get paralyzed by a plan. They put a plan together, it's their plan, and then they get they become slave to their plan. You know, it's like, well, it's your plan. You can change the plan. If it's not working, change it and do something different. Um, but so that's kind of the philosophy I go through with, sure. with having plans and goals, is they're my goals, it's my plan. If I if I don't think I'm going to make it or I need to change it or it's, it's not going to work out or it's the wrong goal or something, um, you got the liberty to change it, which is which is good. Um, I also remember um, when I was working at Rolls, about the last year I'd go in there, drive in there, and I, I really, I, I had a plan to get out of there, you know, it, it, and it was a three-year plan to get out of that job and I remember going in there for like the last couple of years I'd go sit in the parking lot and I would read Romans twelve that first verse of Romans twelve about you know don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and that that verse is kind of like how how I set my goals now is is um you had you had a bunch of f words there you said february, Florida, you know and different things. And, <laughs> and really my, my goals come down to three F words as well. Okay. <laughs> See where your mind is, John? We
0: did not plan on using <laughs> F words in our podcast. That was never part of the plan. <laughs> but <So. laughs> the, the, the,
1: Well, a good friend of mine, who's a preacher, you know, he always has, you know, like three points and, and if he's on a really good role, they always start with the oh, same letter. Sure. So, and that's like, uh, and that's, the way I look at goals, you got goals of fitness, you know, like your physical self, mm-hmm. um, taking care of yourself, and you got your family, and you got your faith. So those are really the three, three pillars of where you're, what you're sitting on as a human being to, to balance those three things, and uh, and the fitness is not not like I'm going to fit this pizza in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's fitness as in I'm going to take care of this body mm-hmm. and master this body and not be a slave to it because um, it's so easy to become, you know, a glutton. And I, I exercise quite a bit, but I still overeat every day. Yeah. You know, it's, that's the hardest challenges for me is, is eating. There's so much abundance of food and not nutritious food. And not healthy food. Um, so having a goal around fitness and food and diet is that's a major important thing for me in 2023. Is to is to challenge that demon and beat that demon in 2023 mm-hmm. of, of just eating poorly. Um, just eat healthier is one of my major goals to 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 uh, start with. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm kind of on that same uh, vein, and uh, honestly, um, I've had patients comment on it. I'm down about 30 pounds. Um, Just being honest here, I've gained five pounds through uh, the the Christmas uh, season here. I've
1: gained 11 pounds this month.
0: This month. Okay, well, see, now I guess it'll feel too bad then. No, but um, it's just all the stuff. That's been around and um, it's, it's more that the quantity for me of of what I've been eating and, you know, lots of goodies, you know, sweet treats, cookies, you know, my wife made this British pudding, which I love um it reminds me of the plum pudding i used to get as a kid and we'd go to the madrigal dinners at iu my mom uh-huh. loved that kind of thing and i was the youngest and she would drag me out to that stuff and i just learned to really like all that kind of stuff and it would just be me and her with you know a bunch of strangers sitting at these tables but they would bring out the plum pudding and of course they'd pour brandy on it mm-hmm. and then light it on fire and i thought that was the coolest thing ever <laughs> Um, but this British pudding she makes uh, just tastes very much like that. And I got to tell you, it's also really good with just a little bit of cream on top of it. <laughs> a little bit of so ice there, cream. The, yeah. So there's there's my five pounds. Um, yeah. But um, I'm going to, you know, work hard this, this winter and spring to, uh, you know, renew that trend that I'm on uh, to keep that going. Um, and I got to be honest, it's not. It's not. I mean, yeah, it's a healthy thing to do, but that wasn't what inspired me to do it. What inspired me to do it was the gaps in my shirt, you know, mm. um, and my wife looking at my belly and saying, "You can't wear that shirt anymore." And then also watching this podcast back, yeah, you know, I'm like, "Who is that old fat guy?" I'm like, uh, it, 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 "Those, those, uh, I guess you could call that vanity." Um, that was the thing that finally was the motivational switch for me. I think everybody needs that. Um, they've got to have some kind of a, a, trigger for it.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you asked me to talk today, it was like, yeah, I'm going to do that because I'm going to document this today. Yeah. And then in 75 go. days, we'll see. Accountability right if, there. Uh, if Mike meets his goal yeah. on, on losing. Well, some I'll weight.
0: throw, I'll throw this out there too. My goal I don't want to say sixty pounds, okay, from where I started, because I don't honestly think that's a realistic place for me to sit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I want to lose more than fifty pounds uh, from where I started, and that's, so that's a noble goal. Uh, yeah, so I've got another twenty some pounds to hit uh, to get there, and that's that's what I want to do
1: for this year. Well, if I can do what my plan is by middle of March, I'll lose 43 pounds. That's my goal right now. So we'll see if that happens or not. And that involves quite a bit of, quite a few different things of exercise, changing my diet, um, doing some fasting in there, and Mm -hmm. uh, just being very intentional about what I'm eating and not eating, um, you know, empty calories. Uh, You can, you know, you can, you just, this sounds strange, but you cannot outrun an Oreo cookie, mm. you know, you can eat 10 Oreo cookies in about three minutes. Those fudge covered ones that are a hundred calories a piece. Yeah. And it'll take you a hundred minutes of hard exercise oh, to yeah. burn that
0: off. So oh, yeah.
1: you cannot outrun a cheeseburger, an Oreo cookie or anything. You just, you're just better off not eating it in the yeah. first place. I
0: mean, unless you're training for the Olympics or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, uh, it, those guys seriously can do it. You know, Ransford, my oldest, when he was training for the little five, he couldn't keep any weight on. And he asked me what to do. I said, we well, got to eat more food.
1: Yeah. You know, If you're was, burning 12, 13,000 calories a day. <clears throat> he was burning a ton of calories yeah. and he just couldn't keep the weight on. Um, but anyhow. But a normal person just sitting around all day, sure, maybe burns fifteen hundred calories, mm-hmm. maybe. You no.
0: Know. Well, I, hey, Jack, or Jack. I almost I did it. I did it, <laughs> Mike. Let's let's read that uh, passage you're talking about, um, Romans chapter twelve and, and uh, verse one, and I'm going to read it through verse two. So, and this, by the way, is the New Living Translation. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Um, I really like the way that this words that because changing the way you think is really what it's all about. Um, And, you know, you hear that word repentance and repentance sounds, I think, to a lot of people kind of harsh and negative. Yeah, and mostly because usually it's a a reddened, angry face and a pointing finger uh, that that's saying it. You know, um, but the word literally in Greek means change the way you think. You got to change the way you think.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and and I think that's so much of what what Jesus is about to us is. You know, we're trapped in in this flesh for the whole of our human existence. Um, It's not until we die and our spirit is liberated from the flesh um, and until that time when, you know, we take on a new body and uh, immortality in Christ. Uh, But up to then, you know, we're bound by the constraints of of this mortal flesh.
1: it's waging war against you. It is. Every day. It's waging war against you. Paul writes in Romans about, you know, doing the things he shouldn't be doing and doing these things. and, And it's like... Well, at least he struggled with the same thing, and that makes you feel a little bit better. But yeah. it is a daily struggle in this, you know, this living, living present yourself as a living sacrifice, and it's so easy to crawl up on the altar and then crawl right back down off. Um, that's the that's the challenge of the, your flesh just waging war continuously with, hey, I know what I need to be doing, but the flesh is so strong, and.
0: I think it's important to, you know, when, when Paul wrote these words, yeah. um, When he, you know, the older translations that we've used have said um, by the renewing of your mind, Mm -hmm. okay, no longer transform or conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That verb in, in the Greek language is, it's not an instantaneous renewal. You know, it's not like a, Oh, you're, you're you got a new brain new way of thinking no it's it it implies an ongoing process and so you know you're talking about goals and um, I don't want this to sound lofty or fake or a- anything like that but no realistically for me one of my goals is to surrender to Christ um, because we we make it work so much you know uh, it, it's like People always want to point out that, you know, I, I, there's a thing going around on the Internet now about, you know, God doesn't love you the way you are or he doesn't accept you the way you are. He loves you the way you are. I'm like, I'm not sure what the difference is there, because, you know, when Jesus is telling the story about the prodigal son. Yeah. The father doesn't stand there with his arms outstretched saying, oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Uh, you need to like take a bath and get on some clean robes because I can't touch you. Yeah. No. The father runs to the son, wraps his arms around him, pulls him in close. That to me, folks is acceptance. Yeah. That's and, and that is love. It's both. And Jesus has made it clear to us that, that our work isn't to make ourselves Perfect. Is to admit that we're not, yeah, and to surrender to Him. You know, He He told His disciples, He said, "Your work is to believe. Yeah, let me take care of the rest." That, that's what it. That's what I feel like He's saying. Um, and so I do think, and this applies too to some of these like New Year's resolutions or goals or whatever you want to call them, because it's like you were saying that sometimes you can get paralyzed by your goals. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> I think it's partly because we beat ourselves up. If we're not measuring up to our own standard that we've set for ourselves, we look at that as a failure, and and then we beat ourselves up.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm, I'm going to real quick tell a story. I had a, a patient one time who was uh, particularly overweight. Okay, um, and. Um, Anyway, it was our first visit. I'm, I'm trying to say it without giving away too many details, you know, because I don't want to violate any privacy stuff. But it was our first visit. She transferred from another doctor, and um, we talked about all of her different diagnoses and her medications and so forth. But I never talked about her weight. We just didn't talk about that. Um, and it was it was my first visit with her. So a visit's over, you know, in my mind, I'm we're done. I'm ready to leave the room. I fold up my laptop. Um, she starts crying. I, I said, what's the matter? She said, Dr. Walker, you're the first doctor I've ever seen in my life that didn't yell at me about my weight. <laughs> so I, I sit back down, and I said, well, you know, Obesity is the one diagnosis that nobody needs help with. Yeah. You, you know, nobody's walking through a mall and a little kid says, Mommy, Mommy, look at that lady's blood pressure. No. But the person that's overweight, everybody seems to want to help you out. They want to My mom, I, I used to think my grandma was trying to be helpful. I didn't know how hurtful she was being. This is my dad's mom so her mother-in-law every year for like her birthday she would get her some kind of diet book and i remember saying mom she's only trying to help and it's like that is not helping that is not helping so anyway the reason i bring this story up is because i think this poor woman had been beating herself up about her weight for so long
1: Mm, she was ready for it
0: and when i didn't do it it was like she gave herself permission to not beat herself up Mm. because I didn't do anything special in that visit. I, I didn't say, here's what, how you need to lose your weight. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to focus on. None of that. Yeah. All I did was not talk about it until she brought it up. And then I told her she didn't need help with that diagnosis. Yeah. That woman lost herself. What I mean by that is she got down to such a weight that she had lost more than what she weighed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And she did it all over about a year and a half. No bariatric surgery, no pills, no nothing. She just quit beating herself up. Yeah. And and sometimes for us, with, with our faith, we need to stop beating ourselves up and sur- just surrender. Yeah. Surrender to Christ. Um, So all those goals that we make uh, year after year, um, you know, that's part of the living sacrifice. Bring that stuff to Jesus. And um, I'm not saying be lazy. Uh, I'm just saying don't put your trust in yourself as much as you put your trust in him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, one of the other things in this verse is uh, um, customs of this world. and, and Oh, yeah. And in, in today's world, especially, you know, within the last, since 2006, really, with the development of the smartphone and all these social media apps that came along with it, um, it is so easy. I mean, that's why I have, some of my goals I have for 2023 are, um, you know, read some books. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a big book reader. I've never sat down. I don't, you know, Kathy sits down every night and reads a book. I I never sit down and read a book at night. I'm you know, playing the Netflix uh, slot machine game or watching the YouTube slot machine game, where you can flip through videos and watch videos or do whatever. Um, you know that that kind of that behavior that I have, I have got to stop that behavior because it that's so just a complete and utter waste of time. There's absolutely no good that comes out of watching YouTube videos or the trash that's on you know TV these days. There's so that's another change that I'm making in 2023 is to, to read some books, to read some uh, inspirational books, to read some motivational books, discipline books. Um, discipline is, you know, I'm not a big believer in motivation either. Um, motivation can leave, you know, you can become unmotivated. But if you have discipline in your life and you have commitment and discipline and you have guys with you mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to, you know, encourage you on and and hold you accountable, that's a whole different that that motivates me, having that discipline in my life is discipline is what motivates me. Um not necessarily just, oh, I'm motivated today, wake up, yeah. I'm feeling good, I feel motivated. That'll that will run its course and leave you if that's what you're relying on. So that's some other goals is is, you know, filling your mind with things above, not things below. Yeah. That's another one Paul said. Yeah. You know, set your mind on things above,
0: not on things of this earth. Right. That where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And the implication when he's saying that is he's seated, meaning the work's done.
1: It's done. It's over.
0: Work's already been done. Yeah. So and there's nothing that we can do that's going to make what he did somehow better. Right. He did it all. Yep. You know, he did it all. Um. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I feel like we can be kind of relaxed somewhat about our goals and things, because um, we've got a high priest who paid the price for us, and he's entered that most holy place once and for all um, when he rose from the dead. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll surrender to that every day. Yeah. Um, Anything else?
1: Hmm. No, I think that's about it. I so I had uh, fitness, faith, family, having some family goals, having you know time with family, having time with your spouse, doing doing things together, being together, being there for them. Um, I see twenty twenty three is going to be a challenging challenging year uh, in everything that we do, and as the world continues to spiral around the bowl. Yeah. You know, um, all you got to do is get on, watch the news or see what's happening.
0: I feel like the way that I approach the new year, and I think this is true for a lot of people, has really changed since 2020. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because I mean, let's face it. Um, you know, everybody celebrated New Year's. You know, on Christmas Eve of uh, what two thousand twenty or nineteen, and it's like, what a disappointment twenty twenty was. It's like you want to just erase that year and start over. Yeah, that
1: was you know that's a couple years ago. Now we had we had some really good big plans in 2020. Oh, yeah. We were going to go to Austria and, yeah. and go to the Eidelweiss House and serve at that at that mission and that got canceled, you know. And it's like, ugh.
0: yeah, we had a friend that was their son was getting married in Seattle and we were going to go up there and we we had I had actually made a reservation for an Alaskan Cruise, so we were going mm-hmm. to fly to Seattle, to go do the wedding, go up there. And then I thought, you know what? It's just, this is so much money, you know? And it's like, <laughs> and uh, anyway, didn't happen. You know, they got married, but we didn't go out to Seattle. And of course, at, at, at that point, about shortly after I made the reservations, was when Seattle just got hammered mm. with COVID.
1: Yeah, they were like, the, that was like where it started. Yeah. There it was
0: horrible. Yeah. So, anyway, our prayer is that 2023 is not going to be anything like that, but that we're going to have a great year. Um, and that's what we wish for, for everybody. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Jack, we hope that you're enjoying watching, and we hope you appreciate the fact that we didn't diss on you or say any bad things about you. <laughs> Uh, But we miss you and we look forward to you being back here with us. So we'll see you guys in the new year.
1: Bye-bye.